good day to everybody. Welcome back to the Fireside Chat series with Intel and Frosten Sullivan. As you would recall, in Fireside Chat number three, we spoke with Christine Bowles on the technology pivot from layered architecture to a network architecture. And today uh, we'll be talking with Ricky Watts, um, the head of marketing for Intel Industrial Solutions Division. Um, it's, it's, it's on a topic that's very interesting to me. Ricky, very nice to have you back um, here. Um, it, it's a topic that's close to my heart. It's on edge and the imperative around edge on why it is, what, what we believe is the convergence of OT and IT happens on the edge and why it's the next big thing. And also the aspect of what do we mean by the edge marketplace? So those are some of the aspects that we would touch on with Ricky. Just to set the uh, context for the discussion, let's get something out of the door first, Ricky. Uh, as such, as, as a consulting analyst company, we define edge as a highly decentralized, highly scalable compute infrastructure that sits closer to the point where the data gets created. And that is usually at the edge of the organization networks. And when we did some analysis in manufacturing organizations, we found that 70% of the volume of a data that's generated in a year or in a day two, it is usually that volume of data is generated at the factory layer. So this includes uh, solutions like, uh, I'm sorry, this includes data from assets, uh, systems and the edge infrastructure itself. It is a construct of multiple solutions and it is what you make of it really. And the configuration really depends on the business application. So I, I don't want the audience to think edge as a box, uh, edge as a PLC or an edge as an IPC. It is really what you make of it. It could be uh, a converged infrastructure of SCADA, streaming analytics, edge manager, communication, gateways, business applications, microservices. Everything bundled together into one integrated platform that, that is, that is, that could be an edge as well. But there is less acceleration of adoption of solutions. And that is really where uh, we want to make sense of the big volumes of the data that is coming from the plant. And, and, and really when we look into, um, what it takes to win in the edge, first, the business case. Second is how do you want to implement this in your manufacturing facility? And then, uh, what would it take? To implement an edge, it it cannot. It needs to be like like we say. It takes a village to win in the edge ecosystem world, and that's really what uh, we'll be discussing with Ricky. So, Ricky, I'm I'm going to open up the first question, which is, uh, having gone through the importance of edge and why it is such a strategic uh, layer for future of manufacturing operations. I think it is important for the audience to understand what really makes up the edge construct. Uh, from your viewpoint, and then what makes up an edge marketplace? So I uh, would love to hear your thoughts on that first. Yeah, no, and, and thanks, Ram, and uh, thanks for having me on to have this uh, conversation with you today. So, you know, when we talk about the edge, I think you capture quite a few points, you know, the amount of data, the volume of the data. You know, what makes up an edge? You know, it really depends on your definition of an edge. But if we look at manufacturing, you know, it's really what I call, to some extent, that fluid compute environment that exists at the edge. We know there's a cloud component, but we know at the edge we need to create what we would call compute capabilities at the edge to ingest data, to run control systems. You mentioned the fusion of OT and IT as an example. That's a great example of that. What we want to do is we want to bring these systems together because they are going to complement each other. 
I think the third part really is, and I often talk about this as well, which is, you know, the fusion of compute and connectivity as well. So, you know, you talk about data. Data is coming off of devices, machines, you know, in the manufacturing environment, manufacturing execution systems, SCADA systems, fixed function appliances. Data exists everywhere and is being, you know, accessed in that compute environment. That takes connectivity, whether it's the type of connectivity that's very much fixed, you know, like over uh, land types of environment at the edge or even using things such as more modern techniques such as cellular. But bringing that fusion of compute together, bringing these OT and IT systems together, because ultimately what we want to do is manufacturers are not, they're not compute experts. They know what they do inside their factory. So they want a compute environment or an environment that brings those systems together and enables them to operate and run and create outcomes from bringing that compute together. So fusing compute together and connectivity, bringing those systems together, and then you know evolving that to have some sort of cloud capability as well. You know, in terms of a marketplace, which you mentioned as as well, Ram. I mean, you know, as we start to bring systems together and we create what we would call new environments for hosting applications and services. Let's talk data, for example. You know, I'm going to access this data. I'm going to collect this data. I'm going to store this data, and then I want to act upon this data using inference, using machine learning, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, what you need to do is you then need to create an environment where people can access that data and drive outcomes. Now, you know, in manufacturing, that could be that you have large manufacturers, you know. Large manufacturers might have multiple sites where one site is working on some element of the data and another site is working on a different element. They want to be able to share that, share that experience and share that way of working. So I think creating that kind of marketplace, firstly, maybe in large-scale manufacturers where they can share information, share applications and algorithms. And then I think that goes beyond that. If we start to look into a much wider domain where you want to bring in expertise that maybe sits outside of the factory, but you want to bring that in. So I think we'll start to see, you know, I'm not saying it's an equivalent of a system that exists in the mobile world, for example, but I think you're going to start to see things coming in and that marketplace starting to derive and be a fusion of our traditional uh, OEMs, some of the large manufacturers in the uh, in the manufacturing space who manufacture those systems, and then bring that aligning with some of the people that do the compute and the infrastructure and the software layers all coming together to create an environment for others to come in and create almost like a, a pseudo marketplace. And how that develops going forward, I think, is is to be determined as we start to see the evolution of these compute systems growing and their importance growing in the market. Thank you, Ricky. I think um, the outlook that you provided is very much in line with what we're seeing in the industry too. There's more influence and more standardization being pushed from the information technology layer side um, compared to the heterogeneous layer that uh, operational technology layer has always been synonymous with. So as I move on to the next question, I, I really want to zero in on that aspect on how is OT and IT converging on the edge? Because as you know, Ricky, very well, that there are so many organizations that are out there which are building solutions around the edge. And there are many value propositions that are being developed. Different organizations are coming in from different angles. I would be curious to understand Intel's position on the edge. Um, and then how do you foresee that? 
to change over the next three years? Like, what should the market really expect from an organization like Intel, which enables a lot of innovation, reduces latency with edge? And you, you, I would say you're in the business of chips and silicon, but that's not the only story, right? You're in the business of software. You've got a very deep software layer too. Uh, and, and I would say you're in the business of moving data with less friction and more cohesion and collaboration. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on that as well. Yeah, a, a, a large question, Raman. I tried, I tried to do my best to answer it in a succinct manner. So how do we see the evolution? I mean, you talk about OT systems. You know, OT systems come with a lot of very sometimes very specific SLAs, as we call them, service level agreements, whether that's latency, performance, reliability, security, things like that. You know, so, you know, here we're looking at those capabilities and saying, if I want to truly fuse IT and OT together, it's what we're looking for. Let's be really basic. I want the flexibility and the ability to run these types of edge environments with an IT mindset. But I want an OT mindset in terms of the application of those things as they go out in the systems. It must be in alignment with those operational systems. So, you know, how do we see things going forward? It's really bringing those capabilities together, you know, not just at the silicon layer, but within the software layer. And then working with a, a very strong ecosystem of partners in that space to enable those solutions for those end customers. So if you're a large manufacturer, you know, you can start to see these systems coming together. The second part I would say is for me is, you know, operational systems by definition are going to be much more hard to go through a transformation. Not impossible, and we're working through that, as I mentioned. So what we need to start doing is really focusing on where we can bring immediate value. I mean, we all know that everybody's driven by their bottom line to some extent, okay? I, what can I improve in my environment, my manufacturing environment? So I think going back to that, bringing that data and then connecting it, you know, intelligently at that compute and bringing compute in that allows them then to make, to take the next step, you know, and it could be something very simple, like I'm analyzing data that's looking at something that's being built in the factory. I find something that's wrong with what's being built. What do I do? Do I send an alarm to somebody in the factory to say, hey, we've got something faulty here, go fix it? Or is there a way that I can actually create an outcome and an action that actually will send an automated message to something like a robotic arm, for example, and the robotic arm can take an action as well? So in terms of how do we see those things developing, I think we're going to see a lot more focus around the AI piece how we get in, uh, AI validated and intelligent and accessible by all in that environment. And then I think we'll start to see the movement into the operational domains as we go forward. And the movement into the operational domains will start, you know, at the very, uh, at the, the area of the business, which is less impactful directly, maybe in a manufacturing environment. And then you're going to start to see that grow. And we already start to see that, you know, we're working with some leading auto companies around, you know, this type of environment at the moment, which is how do I create this compute environment, this fusion, as you talk, this evolution of the edge, and then how do I start connecting it into control systems? So us here at Intel is working with a viable ecosystem, working with good end customers who really understand their business and what they want to do, and then working with them on those outcomes. Sure. Thank you, Ricky. I think that's a good segue when you mentioned about how you're working with customers. Um, 
I would like to see um, a couple of examples from your side just to help the audience understand because that's really where the rubber meets the road. Uh, because transformation is essential, it's critical. But as with many of the manufacturing audience that's listening to this uh, fireside chat, they would know that they've gone through so many proof of concepts and nothing, some, some things would never really have taken off the ground. And they would have done like hundreds of proof of concepts and then probably one or two might have taken off the ground. So in, in that in that viewpoint, like what has been your experience with some of the customers that you've been working with, Ricky? I, I would say when I stand back, it's how do you scale these things? And I think this is one of the challenges that everybody has in their environment, any manufacturer, which is at a, at a single use case, you can quickly see a way of doing something to improve an outcome. That's a POC, for example. How do you then scale that across a large environment, a large manufacturer or a large you know, environment that you may be working in? So I think some of those, some of those are the things that we're doing, which is how do you scale these activities? So what we're, what we're looking at uh, here is how do we build up a momentum around scale activities so we can bring out and actually not just scale for one use case, but create an environment. So use cases that we've been driving, as I mentioned, we're leading, we're working with one of one of the world's leading manufacturers, you know, in the auto space on how are they going to evolve their environments, you know. And if you think about the auto manufacturers as an example, right now they're going for their own evolution. It's called the move, move from ICE engines, combustible engines, into the electrical engines. So they're retooling their factories and their environments. And they're saying, well, as I'm going for that transformation, what can I do differently? So again, there's an example of what we're doing with a large auto company, actually building not just a platform for a single use case with our partners, but actually scaling that across, you know, a large scale proportion of their manufacturing. So we've been working very diligently with them on how to build that marketplace for algorithms. How do you launch those algorithms? How do you create a uniform data layer across factories where they can share the data and then use that data. So working that we've been doing with them, we're actually, we've made huge amounts of progress with them in terms of what I would call scaling these activities. And I think you're going to start to see that moving forward. Another use case I'll give you without dropping names in there is, you know, I mentioned the connectivity piece. The world's changing a little bit. You know, people that are providing connectivity solutions now are also looking, well, those connectivity solutions themselves are moving to compute environments. You know, we used to have connectivity as fixed function appliances. Well, now they're moving into what we will call abstracted compute. We've all seen what's gone on in in the the mobile world in 3GPP, as we would call it, which is that abstraction of software into common compute that provides connectivity. Well, that gives them an advantage to say, well, I'm already running on compute. I'm running my applications and services to meet very high level uh, critical SLAs to provide that type of connectivity service, can I extend that compute environment and now run applications such as AI or control in those environments? So we've been working with, uh, you know, one of the world's leading manufacturers of uh, connectivity solutions in a manufacturing environment so we can scale that across so that manufacturers can then bring that fusion of compute and connectivity together and even beyond that, connected it into the cloud. And that's kind of the last one I would say as well as a use case, which is we talked a lot about the edge here, the fusion of OT and IT. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean the cloud goes away. Actually, by far from it. 
I see the world very differently. I see this idea of what I call fluid compute. You know, there's compute that exists at the edge that handles the workloads, the services, the things that I need to do at the edge. Is looking at regulations, looking at data, is looking at cost. But of course, cloud brings cloud layer compute. It brings the ability to manage AI in different ways. So we've been working with one of the large, largest cloud providers to actually say, how can we create a manufacturing environment that lives at the edge and then intelligently connect that to your cloud assets so that what we've got is edge to cloud AI and operational capabilities. That's really useful because now we can start to say what needs to go where based upon the type of compute that's in, uh, available. And then, of course, if you are a scale level uh, environment, you can then scale that across your own uh, domains or indeed, going back to that marketplace question you've, you mentioned, Ram, you can even look at the way that we connect to cloud to extend the idea of how we would integrate marketplace. Everybody wants kind of like cloud native applications. We go from cloud native to edge native. That's a term that we've been using here. Um, so, But what we're really saying is the applications and services that exist in the cloud can run just as easily on the edge. What you do is you manage those environments by going back to what is the use case? What's driving you for the compute? What's driving you for your outcome? So again, three use cases that we've been driving, working with leading car manufacturers, cloud companies, and connectivity companies. We're covering every aspect of what's going to be needed to really bring these things together and really bring what I call the true intelligent edge. Thank you, Ricky. I think um, those are really relevant examples. And I, I like the word fluid computing. And you talked about, in my humble view, uh, the device layer, the plumbing, which is really required from a connectivity standpoint. And then the workloads, which is another aspect that I picked up as a key takeaway from this conversation is customers need to determine and decide where that workload gets computed. Is it closer to the edge or do they need to move part of the workload for cloud for machine learning and AI applications. And I do fully agree with your viewpoint that edge and cloud will coexist with each other and it's going to usher in a new level of efficiencies for manufacturing customers that's not really been seen before. So I would, I would suggest that the manufacturers be open to the aspect of transformation driven by the edge to cloud. And in your words, Ricky, the fluid computing. So thank you so much, Ricky, for sharing your thoughts and perspectives again on this topic. Lovely to talk with you again and uh, great to connect. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan.